0: Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. so honored to share a recent Firebird Book Award-winning author with you. Wendy Sanford is the author of These Walls Between Us, a memoir of friendship across race and class. Wendy grew up in an upper-middle-class white suburban family in Princeton, New Jersey. During the socially turbulent time of the 1970s, she became a feminist, a lesbian, and a Quaker. A founding member of the Boston Women's Health Book Collective, Wendy co-authored and edited many versions of Our Bodies, Ourselves, the women's health and sexuality classic. In her 50s, she began to reckon with her own white skin and the benefits that came to her through being white. Her memoir came out in October of 2021. Wendy is grandmother to three young women. She lives in Cambridge, Massachusetts with Polly Atwood, her spouse of 42 years. This is a short interview today with lots to talk about, so let's get going. Welcome to the network, Wendy.
1: Thank you so much, Pat. I love everything that you do for writers, and I'm really looking forward to this talk.
0: Me too. I've been really looking forward to it because I personally enjoyed your book, so congratulations on the book win.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm delighted. I'm honored.
0: (laughs) Well, let's talk about your book. Your book is a look back, a memoir, an examination of you and your friendship with Mary. Give us a peek.
1: Well, when I was um, 12 years old, my parents took the family for the first time to a uh, vacation rental on the shores of of Nantucket in New England. And um, my mother really wanted to have some help. Uh, She talked to a friend of hers who's uh, domestic worker, they were called maids at the time. Her domestic worker had a niece who was just graduating high school in Virginia who was available. And so my mother uh, arranged for a young uh, 15-year-old girl named Mary White at the time. Her name is now Mary Norman, to travel all the way north to that um, isolated, whites-only beachfront uh to uh give my family a good vacation by doing all the hard work she was 15 mary was I was 12 and we met in my mother's kitchen and uh we come one of the things I explore in the books is that what very different worlds we came from and were being trained to enter but at least 20 years later uh, mary de- had developed a um, a career as the the first woman officer in a county correction system in New Jersey. Uh, and I was a feminist and health activist. And we met again in my mother's kitchen because Mary did moonlighting every summer that she could to help my family uh, have that vacation and to have that extra income. And uh, my mother just was utterly dependent on her. And so Mary and I started timing I started timing my visit to be able to be there when Mary was there. And um, we turned out to have uh, a lot in common, which I wouldn't have noticed. I think if it weren't for for the feminist movement and my understanding that women, while there are profound differences uh, because of structural oppression, there were some things we had in common and we, uh, I was, open to seeing those and we started talking about our work and our kids we were both single parents at that time we just started looking that was the highlight of each of our summer uh on on Nantucket meanwhile Mary was working 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 to give my family uh the the vacation they wanted and I was coming less and less time uh and mostly just to see her and uh, at one point, a uh, few years into this, uh, Mary said to me, we should write a book together about our friendship. No one would believe it. And um, I think she understood even more than I did uh, that we were violating some pretty strict norms to, to reach across the, the class and racial differences between us and to start telling each other more of our truth, which is what you do in friendship. And because of all the obstacles, both in my upbringing and structurally in society, it took us 40 years to build a friendship because uh, there was so much that I didn't know about her world. And so I set out to learn everything I could about her world. And that's why my memoir has so much in it about the books that helped me Understand different aspects of her life. And I'm grateful to her long patience with me, uh, that we, you know, we just talked on the phone this morning. You know, she's 81. I'm 77 and, uh, we're abiding friends and, uh, it's, uh, we've helped each other a lot during the pandemic just by being on the phone together and texting because she lives in Virginia and I live in Massachusetts, but it's, it's a very important friendship to both of us. And uh, it's an unlikely friendship, given the divides, the socially constructed divides around, uh, you know, racism and classism and a domestic service. And uh, uh, we just, if, you know, I'll say one more thing. We are really happy to have co-created this book mm-hmm. and our friendship uh, in a time when state after state is trying to outlaw the the teaching of real American history, of the truths of American history in the classroom. And we just are so glad that we added our voices to the truth-telling about what it was like. You know, back then in the 50s, the rules of domestic work, what would have made a difference in Mary's life uh, as a domestic worker for the years that she did it. Uh, We're just very glad to be part of the truth-telling.
0: I love this entire story. It is so beautiful, and I know that your friendship means so much to both of you, but your friendship also then translates into this book, which then should mean so much to the rest of the world, because as you say, it's truth-telling. It was something that was actually experienced and lived at a time when it wasn't supposed to happen, and so if it survived those times, it should be easier I, I guess, kind of put in quotes for that to happen today. I don't know why it is such a still such a struggle. I also look back and think this young girl, Mary, was 15. Can you imagine yep. having a 15 year old take care of a family? It's just the whole thing is just so stunning, isn't it?
1: It really is. And I, I will tell you, in terms of relevance today, you know, some things have changed and domestic workers are really working for their, you know, uh doing uh activism for their rights and that uh there's some changes that have happened um and i had a long talk with a uh a friend who came to this country from uganda she was an immigrant about 12 years ago and she worked for many years as a home health aide you know a lot of the 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 domestic workers now uh not just cleaning but health, personal care uh are still women of color Uh, not so much African-Americans as um, immigrants, this woman said to me she cried all the way through the book because what Mary experienced in the 1950s, she experienced in Boston in in 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. So this being invisible in the family, having her needs less respected in the family, she said she got her husband to read the book, (laughs) <laughs> she read it twice, and she sent a copy of the book to the to the daughter in the family that had, had treated uh-huh. her the worst. I was totally not expecting that, but it has a current-day application.
0: What do you want people to know? What can they pull from this book so that we can improve as a society together?
1: Well, I, that's such a good question, and I think that a lot of white people I know Say they wish they had more interracial friendships, and I think this book can help people who want that to understand some of the ways they carry some of the barriers to interracial friendship within themselves, in terms of uh, the levels of ignorance that we were just schooled into us about people who are different from us or have a different background from us, in terms of biases and knee-jerk responses that we may not even recognize might turn out to be microaggressions with a person of color that we are trying to be friends with or the tendency to act of, you know, if you do have a friend of color to ask them to teach you about racism. No, don't do that. Go learn for yourself. Go read all these amazing authors who've been writing about it and have a lot to teach. Um, You know, there are things that we do that create obstacles. We're often not aware. So I'm hoping this book will help people who are earnestly wanting to live into interracial relationships and to be dependable friends to the people of color in their lives, that they'll read this and it will help them identify some of those barriers and do something about them.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Let's talk about your cover. I found that to be, I don't even have a word for it. When I saw the cover, I felt, oh, I need to open this book. So how did that come about?
1: <laughs> well, um, actually, it took a while to get to it. That's what I'll say. Um, and, uh, there were several other options. And, um, when this one came, I just said yes, because it feels like, it feels a little messy. It feels like plaster and walls. And, um, you know, kind of the, this book is so much about the walls between us. There was a, there's a scene in the book where my mother and Mary, who's in a domestic worker role at that point, are having lunch together, but they're sitting, my mother's in the dining room, Mary's in the kitchen, and the door's open between it, and they're sitting back to back against the same wall. And because my mother, in the, you know, in the 50s and 60s, didn't feel it would be appropriate to have lunch with her black so-called maid, mm-hmm. domestic worker. So to have a wall, but not just a, like a brick wall, but mm-hmm. to have the makings of a wall on the cover just felt perfect.
0: Absolutely. That's why I said I didn't have a word for it. I didn't. I couldn't even put a word to how it made me feel. But it made me feel. So I guess that's. I'm, that's oh,
1: I'm so glad you like it.
0: <laughs> that's a job well done, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: So, what's next for you? Are you working on any other projects? Any other books? Well, I'll tell you something about
1: being 77. <laughs> uh, is I don't multitask as 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 efficiently as I used to. So it's actually taking a lot of my attention to try to get this book out into Mm -hmm. people's awareness Mm -hmm. because it feels like a useful book and I've gotten feedback that it's a useful book. And so I feel like to be faithful to it and to the work that that Mary Norman and I put into it, uh, I just need to figure out how to do social media marketing, which I have to tell you is just not my strong point. So that's kind of what I'm busy doing. And I'm getting to give some talks to Quakers because I'm a, my Quaker community has welcomed the book, you know, a couple, a national talk and a visit at a, a Quaker college and stuff like that. So it's keeping me as about a busy, as busy as I can be. So I, anyway, but it's like I'll always be a writer. So um, who knows? What, who knows what's next? No, I understand
0: this book is too important and very timely right now. That you need to do all you can to get it out. And I think speaking events, yeah, speaking events are fabulous ways to really interact and be with people and they, they really feel once you are in front of them speaking. So if you have any of those opportunities, whether it's senior centers or, you know, maybe venture out from Quaker, just get out there in any kind of a group. Exactly. You know?
1: And how, yes, exactly. And I would love to get some of those invitations to make some of those contacts. And right now it's all by Zoom, but you know, you can visit pretty well on Zoom actually. that's true.
0: This is very, very true. We've become used to that. I agree. All righty. Well, is there anything we missed then that you wanted to highlight today?
1: Oh, let's see. Well, I do. Would you let people know about my um, website? Yes. Because there's a whole page. My favorite page of my website is a whole page about Mary Norman's work in corrections. Because she was, um, it grieves me that the, what, the work that got her out of domestic work uh, was corrections because it's it's mass incarceration has been such an evil in this country and black people are more often put in prison for the same crimes that white people are let off from. I mean, there's a lot of injustice there. And yet she was a really compassionate and thoughtful officer in a jail, in a county jail and would go out of her way, like to help an inmate whose family, someone in their family had died. She really believed in rehabilitation, and she actually got squeezed out by a new warden who was totally into this new, what came up with kind of the Nixon era of um, what turned into mass incarceration, long sentences, no re- work on rehabilitation, and she um, it broke her heart to see that happening. So anyway, there's a great page in my website uh, about Mary's work in corrections, and there's some pictures of her, and I love that page. I'll give you my website address, WendySanford-TheseWallsBetweenUs.com.
0: Excellent. And I did go to your website and read every page. And I just, you know, I I, I loved how you have that page about and for Mary and, and hearing how kind she was and would go out of her way to help folks. So maybe she was at the place that she needed to be and the people that she helped, there was a purpose and reason for that.
1: I think so, Pat. And also, she was just saying the other day that several women uh, who became officers while she was there, and she mentored them, went on to um, one went on to be an assistant warden. So uh, she she realizes that she did like feminist work uh, without naming it as feminist work. I mean, she helped women advance.
0: Yes, I could see why the two of you have such a fast and loving connection. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for for both of you to write this book and to get it out and share it. And if you can think of any other ways outside of the ways we are going to get it out there, please let us know. I would love to do whatever I can.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Well, if you're part of a book group or know of book groups, it's a great book for book groups and I'm I'm happy to visit the book groups and sometimes Mary's even free. We're about to visit a book group tomorrow via Zoom. So that would be a great kind
0: of outreach all right all listeners Thanks. take take note of that and if you're part of book groups get in touch with wendy sanford the book is titled these walls between us a memoir of friendship across race and class the website is wendy sanford dash these walls between us dot com wendy you are a special human thank you so much for today for writing this book and for sharing it with us
1: Thank you for your great questions, Pat, and your thoughtfulness about the book.